Let's uh, return to Washington, and President Biden has issued a dire warning of the peril facing American democracy on the first anniversary of the January 6th uprising by former President Donald Trump's conspiracy theory-believing supporters. Speaking at the Capitol exactly a year after the deadly riot, President Biden accused his predecessor of spreading a web of lies about the 2020 election and warned US democracy cannot be taken for granted. Well, let's go live to um, Washington to speak to our Washington correspondent Simon Marks, who joins me. Um, afternoon to you, Simon. That was a pretty passionate speech uh, by the current president, wasn't it? Absolutely. Passionate, soaring, at times angry. I mean, this was not the Joe Biden that we've seen for most of the last year. He finally, in this speech, uh, found his voice and did so on what he and his administration argue is an absolutely central issue now facing America. And that is the risk that still exists to American democracy, even a year after the country uh, peered into the abyss as a result of that insurrection on Capitol Hill by former President Donald Trump's conspiracy theory believing supporters and dragged itself back from the edge of the abyss. But President Biden speaking in Statuary Hall in the Capitol building, the very cradle of American democracy in the building itself that uh, almost exactly a year ago was being ransacked by those protesters, issued a stark warning and made it clear that U.S. democracy Democracy is absolutely still dangling by a thread. We must decide what kind of nation are we going to be? Are we going to be a nation that accepts political violence as a norm? Are we going to be a nation where we allow partisan election officials to overturn the legally expressed will of the people? Are we going to be a nation that lives not by the light of the truth, but in the shadow of of lies. He said the country is in the middle of a battle for its very soul. He insisted that he is personally going uh, to defend democracy throughout his administration. Uh, he said that conspiracy theories and lies have only spread further over the course of the last year and he made it absolutely clear who he blames for that. We have never in the modern era heard a sitting president of the United States speaking in these terms about his predecessor. The former president of the United States of America has created and spread a web of lies about the 2020 election. He's done so because he values power over principle, because he sees his own interest as more important than his country's interest, than America's interest. And because his bruised ego matters more to him than our democracy or our constitution, he can't accept he lost. Neither can many of Donald Trump's supporters. We saw polling data this week that shows a third of American voters and more than 70% of Republicans don't necessarily believe that Joe Biden legitimately won the 2020 election. And so in light of that, the president today spent a pretty lengthy amount of time, a pretty lengthy section of this speech justifying his own legitimacy absolutely seeking to dismantle what he said was one of the big lies that Donald Trump is telling. Let's speak plainly about what happened in 2020. Even before the first ballot was cast, the former president was preemptively sowing doubt about the election results. 
He built his lie over months. Wasn't based on any facts. He was just looking for an excuse, a pretext to cover for the truth. He's not just a former president. He's a defeated former president. Defeated by a margin of over 7 million of your votes in a full and free and fair election. There is simply zero proof the election results are inaccurate. In fact, in every venue where evidence had to be produced, an oath to tell the truth had to be taken, the former president failed to make his case. Absolutely full-throated defense there of Joe Biden's own legitimacy in office. In that same polling, by the way, we've also seen that more than 30% of the country believes that it is sometimes acceptable to turn to violence in a bid to achieve political goals. So that also framed the speech that the president was making today, saying at the beginning, as you heard there, that the country faces a choice not just between truth and lies, but potentially between violence and peace. At times it sounded like he was trying to smother uh, any uh, idea that Donald Trump may have of making a comeback, seeking a uh, an electoral rematch against Joe Biden in 2024. Uh, at times he was certainly trying to drive a wedge between moderate Republicans uh, and those Republicans who remain absolutely entranced by Donald Trump. Uh, the former president, of course, was due to speak today. He had said a couple of weeks ago that he would be holding a press conference today to mark the first anniversary of the uprising by his supporters. He has thought better of it. He scrapped it. But nonetheless, the Trump reviews of Joe Biden's speech are in. We've had a statement by Donald Trump that reads, Biden is working hard to try and deflect the incompetent job he is doing and has done on the horrible Afghanistan withdrawal, brackets, surrender, the borders, COVID, inflation, loss of energy independence, and much more. This statement from Donald Trump continues, everything he touches turns to failure. That's what you get when you have a rigged election. So the former president of the United States using the day once again falsely to claim, uh, falsely to, to engage once again in that big lie, once again falsely to claim that the election was rigged. It's interesting that he decided, Chris, not to speak uh, at a press conference today. Uh, There have been indications over the last few days that the investigation on Capitol Hill uh, into the events of last January the 6th is uh, beginning uh, to make headway, certainly in terms of pointing the finger of blame uh, more definitively at Donald Trump. Liz Cheney, Republican on the committee, said over the weekend, she of course voted for Donald Trump's impeachment, he views her as a traitor, she said over the weekend it's possible that the House of Representatives will make a criminal referral in relation to the president. And listen to what Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, had to say last night on the eve of the January the 6th anniversary. He certainly made it absolutely plain that the Department of Justice investigation, which has already led to hundreds of arrests following last January's riot, is by no means over yet. The actions we have taken thus far will not be our last. The Justice Department remains committed to holding all January 6th perpetrators at any level accountable under law, whether they were present that day 
or were otherwise criminally responsible for the assault on our democracy. We will follow the facts wherever they lead. Pretty clear who he was talking about there, inferring that possibly former President Donald Trump and other members of his inner circle may find themselves on the receiving end of Department of Justice indictments before the investigation into the events of last January the 6th uh, is over. This time last year, President Trump was making that speech to his supporters uh, on Pennsylvania Avenue, falsely telling them that Vice President Mike Pence had the power to block the certification of Joe Biden's election win that was underway on Capitol Hill and falsely telling them that he was going to march alongside them to Capitol Hill where we now know they engaged in that riot. Instead of uh, doing that, of course, he headed back to the Oval Office where his former press secretary, Stephanie Grisham, said on American television this morning he spent the afternoon smiling like a Cheshire cat as he watched the television cover uh, of the violence that was meted out towards the Congressional building, uh, the efforts to find Vice President Mike Pence to assassinate him, the threats to kill Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, play out on American television. You could hear in the vehemence of President Trump's speech today uh, a real effort, I think, to try and awaken Americans and remind them of just how far and how close this country came to real constitutional disaster 365 days ago. All right, Simon, thank you very much for that update. That's our US uh, Washington correspondent, Simon Marks, uh, joining me live from the US. And actually, just worth noting, the House of Representatives um, is going to be holding a moment of silence at midday at Washington time. That's coming up at um, in about five minutes' time, of course, five o'clock our time here um, in London. Right, it is five minutes to five now here on LBC News.